Greetings. Oh, ah, ah, aloha. You know, those flights started like today. Which flights? Oh, to Hawaii to from 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 pain from Everett Everett to Hawaii from pain in my ass field. Four hundred dollar round trip. Nice, not bad. There you go. Brandy was like, "Let's ditch the family and go." Oh, oh, that's great. Just wait. I'm sorry, it froze as you said. Let's ditch them. Yeah, Brandy said, "Let's just ditch the family and go." Why not? Don't even tell them. Just leave. Mean, you know? Why not? I mean, have you been to Hawaii? I I'm all for it. You're you're all like pixelated. I I mean, you're. Do I look normal? Well, define normal. Not well. <laughs> Do you look like usually you look like? Yes. Okay. Okay. You're you're clearing up there. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, have you been to Hawaii? Never been. Well, there you go. So, yeah. It's a new. You should go see the volcano. Okay. But first, an alternate, or do you yeah, have, like specific yes, things? Yes, yes, go, 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 go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Here we go. If it freaking works. There we go. Okay, now I'm going to hit this button. Uh, then try this button. And it does nothing. So I'm just... Uh, uh, Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, November 18th, 2023. Uh, it's just after 3.45 UTC as we're starting. I am Sam Inter. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Aloha. Yes, yes, yes. Aloha. My Aloha. wife, for whatever random... I mean, we've been to Hawaii, okay? I've only been to Hawaii once. I went to, to Hawaii with my wife. And she loved it. I loved it. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The the one thing is that now this was like a long time ago already. Like Jesus Christ, sixteen years ago. It's two thousand seven. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. But what, for some reason, you know, she, we, we just when we got got her new car a few months ago, she went out and bought a thing, a thing, a license plate. Oh, the Aloha plate. You've mentioned this on the show before. Yes. Yeah. So she's got that as a license plate. Okay. Cool. I, I don't know why it came up now, but I was like, ah. Uh, anyway. You know, all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a long time, let's just say. You know? Our, our agenda for the show. The agenda. We're going to do our usual alternating thing. topics with the first two in this section being a little bit lighter and the ones later on being more newsier. Heavier. Heavier, heavier, weighty, weighty. 
or well, they we're getting weighty as we, we, they I, don't, I don't have know. to be. I mean, we could pick I, all. I said we're getting weightier as I age. I mean, I, I've actually been around the same weight for about very close, like ten, you know, plus minus, you know, in a range of ten pounds for the last like thirteen. 14, 15, close to 15 years. I, I'm, I am about 15 pounds down from my all time high, which was like a decade ago or something. Okay. But, but like still could you, it's still well above my recommended level. Let's just put it that way. I, I, uh, like I, I could stand uh, to gain. I, I'm not gain, not gain. I could stand to lose like another 20 pounds or maybe even more, but you know, uh, well, you know, it is what it is. It is hard. But anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. about yes. So first, it, why, why did you start your butt first? Well, I was going to mention that we had an. Speak into the microphone. Speak into the through. I went there through another election. Another for election. The condo board of oh. directors. And you were it crushed. Actually, you were crushed. You are. You feel devastated. You are pounded into the dust by your competition. I was not. Oh, oh. I, I did get reelected. I will say that this one, you know, I've been on this board for 13 years. Okay. We've had some elections that have been contentious, and we've had we've had years where we haven't had anybody you know, submit for the board. Mm-hmm. So basically by default, if nobody submits, then you're rolled over to the next year. Did, so we've did, had years that have been have, like that. Have you ever thought of just like, Hey, I'm done with this shit. I'm out. I have, I, I have to say, you know, I will say that the last few years have been some of the most challenging for a mm. number of reasons. One thing I will say is the biggest challenge has been the rising prices of for, like all the services for, that you need in order to maintain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been insurance has been at the top of the uh, at the top of that. But you know, like I'll say that for example, an example of a service that soared in price: landscape services. Mm. Okay, landscape services. The cost of do of that is up about fifty percent since before the pandemic. Very labor intensive. And I, I'm pretty sure that the governor's crackdown, or, or at least intimidation of businesses related to immigration, hmm. has caused them to have difficulty hiring people. And so, yeah, the, the cost of that is definitely up about 50% from where it was pre pandemic. Other things have not gone up like that. Say, like electricity's up. 20-30%. And that's also related a lot to fossil fuel increases that we've had. I think that's been more recent. Other stuff, you know, security services. We have 24-hour guards. Uh, it's, I'd say that's been up about 20-25%. Yeah, I mean, it's... But in the end, I, 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 I formulated a chart where I was looking at where we are at budget-wise for the last uh, 13 years. And even including the increases that we had to put in this year, we're up like 30 some odd percent over a 13 year period. So we're averaging around two and a half percent increase a year. 
And during that time, we added some services. So, so our number is not that bad. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't consider that, you know, when we've gone up now, the last couple of years, the increases have been higher, definitely. But, but part of that was also that we're doing a major construction project. And that major construction project, I will say, has been, that's why one of the reasons why it's been so difficult. This, this thing has taken about three and a half years right now and we're not done yet and dealing with the contractors is basically not been good for my mood <laughs> i believe you've it's, complained about that before and but but we had this but like i was i was mentioning yeah so so some years i will say that the combination of Insurance has been the worst. Look, insurance, I, I looked this up, and in 2019, we paid somewhere around $150,000 a year to insure the, the entire property. The estimate for next year that we got, what is it going to be? $450,000. So it's a 300% increase in insurance. And the, the problem is, all you have to add the fact that we have a governor that basically as the insurance markets have been problematic, seizing up and prices have been soaring, you know, he's uh, fighting uh, drag queen shows mm-hmm. in Miami Beach. And so they have not done any serious insurance legislation during that time period. So I will say I do think that par- partially motivated because a lot of the, I think the, there was a lot of, griping about the renovation project even though it was voted upon by the owners i i I did this thing where we went through a process where okay we want we're going to change the appearance of the place and so in order to do that we did a series of straw polls to see which which designs you know they agreed they, they, they found more appealing and then the ones that got top billing i basically put on a final ballot to everybody. And it was like, look, basically you've got two choices. A, we either modernize the way it looks now, or B, we go with this completely new, 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 new look with all the colors, which it it, it was basically colors. And it was a big change in the colors. So all the colors would change. I thought, I'm like, you know what? It's so contentious and polarizing sometimes picking colors. I'm, th- I'm thinking baby people is just like, eh, we'll stick with the current one. We're not going to change. But actually, no, people voted overwhelmingly to make the change. And I'm like, okay, okay all right, so we're going to make the change. Then the one thing that happened is that a lot of people, as they started getting painted, started, oh, my God, complaining and complaining. And one of the problems that they were doing is, oh, my God, it looks terrible. That's primer. That's not the color. You're, you're, that's, that's not the way it's looking. That's your, that's, that's primer. You're complaining uh-huh. about the primer. And so it was very, people, I mean, I mean, some people were belligerent about it. Some people extremely belligerent. And I think that that motivated some people to, that this election, there were more people running. Uh, the, the increases, the, the changes, everything. So more people were, on the ballot. We had five, we have three spots, three incumbents. We had five candidates. I will say that it was, I wasn't sure of the outcome. I mean, I mean, we reached out to people to see, you know, make sure to 
rally votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to canvas, you know, got to get votes. And in the end, I, I did still win. I, I, I was like, I was a little bit like, wow, the, 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 the candidate that, that one of the candidates that came close to unseating some of us that were on the board, he, he came pretty, I, I was going to say he came pretty close, you know, much closer than any, than any others. There was a, a fifth candidate that, that didn't seem to have gotten that as many, not, not that many votes. I, I don't think they were actively campaigning. I, they, they didn't even come to the, to the meeting. The other person showed up and they were very active. Like they were, they really wanted a seat on the board and they, they, they came close. I, I was like, well, and, and actually, you know, I don't think there would have been any, I was thinking about it and I'm like, well, if I lose, eh, I lose. I, I do think that a lot of people basically voted, wanted me to stay and voted me back because it's a complex financial situation with all these things happening that we've been involved. And I think that, you know, me with my background and experience, you know, I, I've been leading meetings where I've been going and like, Carefully explaining to people what the challenges are, where we are, how we can get to the future, you know, and and providing detail and going through all the different line items. You know, my it, it's the business experience that I that I bring from many years of negotiating things is very helpful for this job. Okay, okay, and I will say that I I also have learned from being on the board and things that I apply at things that I apply at work in terms of negotiating contracts and other things. I will tell you that it, there is, there is, there, there is definitely some there because whenever you're going to bid out a complex project and how to properly do that. Uh, I mean, I've, I've done it as most of the time I always did it as a respondent. So, you know, I'm bidding to be your vendor. Whereas over here, I had to go and participate on the other side. Well, how do I go and I ask for bids and then have people do bids that are that that are comparable? Mm-hmm. Okay, because everybody can take a spec and interpret it however they want, and it's very important that everybody you know you're comparing apples to apples. So that that was so that was the thing. The bottom line is that well. I, I, you know, I think people saw that I go into, you know, we're very transparent. Actually, you know, there's been in the news around here about some condo associations doing some shit. I mean, there was like a couple of eight people arrested for basically taking millions of dollars out of, out of the condo association coffers. And one of the biggest condo associations South in Miami was crazy. People, I mean, people arrested and going to jail. Okay. Using the, the credit cards from the association just on expenses. Well, they actually created shell companies to which they were billing stuff from the, from the association, sending, basically sending themselves checks. Okay. Now you're, you're not talking about yourself here. Now, it, it, you know, one thing, no, one thing that unlike those people, which made elections and made people difficult to vote and so forth or whatever, we were pretty transparent with the entire thing, including financials. I mean, like literally you go to our, you log into our condo board website and you can get the, as late a financials as I get to see. Okay. Basically for, mm-hmm. I don't know how many years you, you, look, you, you need to go through them. You've got check registers, receipts, the whole thing, you know, but transparency there i you know you i'm you know I, I go you know we talk a lot about votes and elections and transparency and ethics and all of this stuff whatnot right i i look i'm practicing what i'm preaching okay 
There is full voter transparency. There is total transparency to the board. When we're making decisions, you know, it's not a legal requirement that I understand right now to do the meetings on Zoom. But since the pandemic, we started them. Yeah. So, you know, well, hey, you know what? Meetings on Zoom. You want to listen. You can't be there in present. You want to dial in, you know, go for it. You know, open to questions. Make sure to address people's questions and concerns. And so I, I try to, you know, that's the way I, I, I try to do something. And I, I you know, again, I, I, I got the most votes. Uh, for re-election, you know, basically, I'm, I'm pretty sure because of that. I know that there was one voter that I that I saw that on one of the ballots, it, it showed me a sample. That there is one person that doesn't like me at all. <laughs> Only one? Well, there's one. No, no, no. There's one that specifically hates me, like, you know, very, very much. And they went on the ballot and voted for three other people on the ballot. And they actually went through the effort of crossing my name out on the ballot and then putting an arrow and say, and making a note saying, this guy, no, me, basically. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, they actively, you know, you, you usually, you vote, you vote for you want. They actually actively X me out on the ballot. Okay. As to no, not, not him. Okay. So yes, there is one person that did that but one of the things that comes with that is i will say that is a great benefit i think to everybody is you know i've negotiated contracts including internet here so all of a sudden at 7 30 we had an outage the internet went out we're watching tv and all of a sudden the internet goes out and i'm like what the hell's going on well one of the great things about me being in charge is that look the inter- i noticed that if it was my own outage i would not do this i would call 800 number but mm-hmm. I verified that it was a community-wide outage, and I'm like, I go and I try to log into, you know, the stuff at our at our at our office, and I see, up oh, nothing is responding. Community-wide, so find email, send out an email. Forget about calling call, call center. I, I have to give them credit; they're very good. Very the the company we have is very proactive. I five minutes later, Mister Bo, yes. We see that you got our outage. A technician is on their way. Do you know if we had a power outage or anything? No. Well, well listen, we're, we're, we're on our way. You know, please, you know, if you can go and check the equipment hub to see if you see anything, just go over there, whatever. So and I and I went to check. I don't know what the heck happened. They're like wondering, was there a power outage of some kind? I'm like, well, everything's on battery backup, but I don't recall. But everything went out at 730. Before even I think the technician got here. 45 minutes later, it all went back up. And they were like, not understanding why. They notified me, hey, it's all back up. And I'm like, but we didn't do anything. I'm like, well, okay, well, our technician is still going to go over there and check because this is weird. Because everything just didn't go out. And then it just all of a sudden just went back in. That's, I mean, something must have happened. But I couldn't figure out what the hell it was. I know that I went in there, and I know that, dear to my heart, in, in where we have all the switches or whatever, there's a tons of blinking, blinking lights. Light. Oh, my God. And beeping, Sam. Non-stop beeping. I mean, I mean man, this is, I swear to God, I, I mean, it's like, <laughs> this is so great. I mean, I love this place. It's just tons and racks and racks of blinking lights and beeping sounds. It's just, you know, with digital LED displays, flashing numbers and random things or whatever. Yes, I know that. I, I don't know. what the, I, I, do, I love that shit. It's great. 
when you go into a place and there's just racks and racks of these blinking lights, LED displays, and all this stuff just wearing, going, mooing, beeping. I'm just mooing. Did you say mooing? I, I meant I'm not mooing. <laughs> you know that that would be a new way of doing it. That would be a new way of comp- computing. All of a sudden, you're just walking through the data center. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be something. But no, 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 no booing. No, no, not 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 booing. I didn't mean. But anyway, yeah. So I don't know. Internet went out. Internet went back. Have no explanation. Why the hell? And it went out for 45 minutes. And meanwhile, you got reelected. And I got reelected. My turn? Yes. Okay. I am working on the whole catching up on media. So this is going to be another movie. However, however. However, this is is one that was added to the list because you watched it, but we have both watched it. You both watched it. You watched it in May and I watched it in June. How the hell did we watch something in that close a time period? You know, I'll tell you why. Why? It was an actual movie theater movie. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. Oh! Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So since we have both watched it, yeah, we can both give our opinions. So I will, I will, I will start. Yes, no, it's your segment. So yes, I, you know, I, 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 I have not sort of watched the. I have not been a completist, like trying to watch all the MCU movies or anything. Like Alex has actually been going through watching all of the movies and TV shows in the MCU, not in release order, but in chronological story order. Okay, well, that that probably helps to understand it, yes, because that is what thing. So, so he's been doing that, and so I've watched bits and pieces of lots of them, but I have seen, I had seen both of the previous two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. Although okay. it had been a little while, but I had seen them both. And I'll just say, of the three, I liked this one the best. I, I This is one of those ones where, like, you know, every once in a while you see the questions of, like, movie series that actually like get better, <laughs> you know, or where number three is good, you know, cause it's, it's sort of a typical pattern that in many cases, like number one sort of sets the pattern of a series. And as it goes on, they sort of decline in uh, quality. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while you have a case where like number two is the best, you know, in this, sure. ca- in this case, I think number three was the best. Like it, it like, it it sort of got me more than some of the others and just without like giving spoiler spoilers, but the rocket, the sort of genetically modified raccoon thing, who's like a smart ass and blah, blah, blah. This is really like his backstory. Yes. It's, it's the backstory of rocket and some things that happen to sort of conclude the story that, starts with his backstory. And I thought that I, I thought that was really like compelling and stuff in a way that and I know like the other the other two had sort of emotional hooks as well. But for some reason, like the the story of you know how they made Rocket out of like a regular raccoon and some other experiments that were going on around that and the whole story of how that it it, it got me like like emotionally in a way that was more 
more substantial than the other two. I mean, the other two had some like father son dynamics and some things with the fa- kid and his mother and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, okay. Those got me too. But like, I, I felt like it all came together nicely on this one. So anyway, I'm giving it a thumbs up, thumbs up for this kind of movie, just to be clear. Like I, know, I give it a thumbs up as well. I, I thought it was a very good movie. I'm not really one into these Marvel or whatever movies, but I, I like these. I mean, you know, I've enjoyed watching these. They're cute. You know, they're they well made. Music, yes, yes, yes. No, the one, the one thing that, that, as you mentioned that your son is watching all this Mar- Marvel cinematic universe stuff in chronological order. Well, I'm sure that that helps because it, listen, there is a part in this movie. That's very confusing. If you came from watching the previous movie and this one. Okay. Oh, because the stuff that happened in between. That's right. That happened in a movie that wasn't really a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yes. And that they just throw it in there. And and I'm like, well, what the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Why is this happening? And I'm like, I have no clue. I had to basically Google it because I'm just like, somebody explain what the fuck is going on. And then I saw, oh, well, fuck. Well, yeah, because major things happen to some of the characters in between Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 3, but in a different Marvel movie, you know, yes. that was not part. And they had significant impact on this movie. Right. And the characters. And so, yeah. And there was, also, was just- and, and also there, there was a TV special. That there was a Guardian of the Galaxy. Yes, that's Halloween. Right. I saw there was no, also a Christmas TV special. special. Christmas, yes, holiday, yes, was, whatever you know. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I that 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 was you know look, it, it was annoying, but not enough to detract me from not liking the movie. I just found it annoying. I'm like, well, fuck! Somebody should have told me I needed to watch this other fucking movie first. Right, but it, it, but frankly, even if you had, you probably would have been confused by the other movie because it was a continuation of previous. Oh, some movies. other, yeah, I know, fucking yeah, jeez. So yeah, so that was the one thing, and I'm not, I, I don't have the, I, I don't have the time to invest into all this shit. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I don't, I can't, I don't, you know, I, I don't have the. I don't have the patience or the time for this shit. So, I, well, you know, as Alex has been, well, going I Googled through, it. It's yeah, a, yeah. That you, you Googled it. That helps. I mean, but you know, they could have had like a little scroll at the beginning, like something, Wars, you know, yeah, to yeah, tell you yeah. like since since number two, blah 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 happened. Yes, the highlight. You know, you know, right? You know, yeah. Give me give me that. So at least the movie was like self contained in a certain way, you know. But but yeah, but now you know, I had to figure it out but it did not detract from from enjoying the movie right it, it just sort of would a little extra background that would have kept you from like going what but yeah and, and they i mean they are made to be standalone there there is background there is backstory blah 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 but it's meant to be like they've failed if you can't jump in and enjoy a single movie without watching all of the history because at this point I mean, there's like 20 some movies. There's a whole bunch of TV shows. There's all, there's like so much. Yeah, I will say that considering there's that much. Yeah. I mean, you could watch the movie and it, you know, I think that if you, like you mentioned, this movie could be self contained. If you had, if you hadn't watched any of the previous ones, you wouldn't have these questions. Hmm. 
Right. So you could have just jumped in and watched three and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, but the the thing was confusing where I'm going from two to three and I'm like, wait, weren't they together? What the fuck is going on? Why? What? 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 But, but, but why? Yeah, but, but, you know, I Googled it and I figured it out. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Fun little superhero. I was starting to say also, like, as Alex is going through all these, I haven't been sitting with him watching every single one. Otherwise, I'd have a lot more to list here. But I've I've caught bits and pieces of them. And, you know, there are a bunch of these. Th- these are fun. Like the movies are fun. Some of the TV shows are fun. The, the TV shows have a wide variety. Like one of the things about the MCU is there are a whole bunch of different styles. It's like that, you know, some are more comedic, some are more actiony, some are, you know, like mystery thing. And they're, they're just different, different feel to them. And the same thing is true of the TV shows as well. And so like, if you're going through them all, it's sort of, it, it actually, to some degree, it's like, wait, wait, this is a completely different, like style and feel and whatever to the last thing I watched, but it gives a little bit of variety. And, and, you know, most of them are like, oh, okay, I, I can see that, that, that was, that's sort of fun. I mean, and just with me dipping in and out of the TV shows and movies as he's watching them and such, you know, and he, and, and to be fair, actually, he did this for a couple months, but then he like decided he was done for now. So he's, he's off onto other things. Right. He's, he hadn't finished. He hadn't caught up with everything they've released. And, but he'd watched enough of it for like a couple months. He's like, okay, I'm ready for something else now. You're ready. Okay. So, but anyway, thumbs up guardians of the galaxy volume three. Thumbs up. Thumbs yes. up. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Now I'm doing that little Muppet thing. You know, the ones that look at the TV yep, the telephone thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. We'll take a break and then we'll be on to our more serious thingy thingy boopa loopa lump lump. Loompas? That's a <sighs> different know, movie. That's a whole other thing. There's a new one of those coming out too. Ba-loop. Yes, I heard. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, and I, I heard as well, like if you actually read the original book, the whole Oompa Loompa thing, it's actually just a completely racist thing. I, I realize that. So I'm I mean, sure which they, they like redid somewhat sanitized. for the movies and blah, blah, blah. You get these orange people, but like the original Look, a version lot of things part. that were done like 150, 70, 80. It wasn't that years long ago. ago. It was like the fifties or it something. was the 1900s. I, I called it the other day. I realized that I have to refer it as the 1900s. <laughs> you know, we're well past that, you know, that, that century. It was in the 1900s, Sam. The 1900s now, we have to refer it as when we were growing up. Remember when we talked about the 1800s? Yes. Yeah, that's how the way that we're having it. We're talking about the 1900s. Now, I Sam. know, I know. But Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the book, was 1964. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, I, shit. 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 60 years ago, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So if it would if we would have been in 1985, we're talking about a fucking you know movie from 1925. And by the way, you would have said in 1985, holy shit, that's old. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, that that was the date of the book, not the movie. Just to be clear, well, the book well, was nineteen. Yeah, still the book was very old anyway. Yeah. And the let's see, what's the date of? I'll tell you the date of the stupid movie too. Then since I'm since we're talking about Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory, the original the, 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 the film. Oh, they named it something. The original. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Media franchise. The first film, the one everybody thinks about, like was 1971, and then there was another. Well, the year I was born, and then there was, and you too, yeah, and me too. It was born. It, it was born. Born. To, born. Willy Wonka I, and the Chocolate like, Factory came out in between when you were born and when I was born. Ah, okay. So, and then there was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in 2005. There was a Tom and Jerry version in 2017. That sounds cool. Yeah. And the new one is coming out next like month. It's just called Wonka. I like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Shall we take that break? Yes. Yes, we should. Okay. And it's, it's, it's your favorite one. So here we go. Yeah. Once upon a rainbow, you were on the eating the bugs that you found upon my face. No, what? Bye. Okay. Here we go. And it's your turn, Yvonne. What's the word? My turn. Time for a more newsy topic. Time for more newsy topics. Well, how about, how about, let's talk about Elon Musk playing Jenga with his businesses, shall we? <laughs> okay. So all the Elon Musk stuff. Okay. Because there, there, there have been a few things going on. I, I just think at this point, I, I'm telling you, that's that. I was trying to figure out how do I synthesize into one way of saying what the hell is Elon Musk doing? He's fucking playing Jenga. I mean, with uh, with all with everything that he's built, he's just trying to fucking see how you know. Oh, oh that oh that get oh that that didn't get get Twitter bankrupt. Oh oh that didn't get Twitter bankrupt. Oh, that didn't get Twitter. Oh shit! Well, maybe I finally did it now. But also, like when you when you started saying Jenga, made me think you're also bringing in like what he's doing with SpaceX and Tesla. Oh yeah, with SpaceX, with, with every. Oh yeah, that's why I said with all his businesses. I was saying it about Twitter specifically, but it's with all his businesses. Yes, 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 with all of them, with all. And of them. and he's. Is he doing the thing where he's using some of them to help prop up the others and all that kind of intertwined? Well, like one of the things, well, I don't know if he's, I, I mean, look, he's done some of that in the past. He did that with Solar City. Yeah. That's the reason why Tesla owns it. But one of the things that he seems to be needing cash is that all of a sudden, so you're saying about propping up, well, how about that all of a sudden they, they, they said, hey, you know what? Starlink, hey, the revenue's getting pretty good. We're going to do an IPO. Mm. And look, he's not a guy that likes giving up control of shit. Hell, he wanted to take Tesla public. 
So private. The only reason be private. Yes, he wanted to. He wanted to take it private back. And so the only reason that I can fathom that he's thinking of doing this. It's because well, and, and for for that money. matter, same same damn thing with Twitter, right? I mean, he was offered a right. seat on the board and all this other stuff, yes. keeping it public, and he's like, "Fuck that! I just want it." No, I I, I want it. Yeah, no, no, no. I want to control it. I want it private. Yes. So, I, it's this entire just sequence of of things, right? And and you know, when you talked about the other businesses, you know, yeah, you're right because things that he. How he inserts himself into decisions that he has no business in making decisions about. Mm-hmm. For example, the the one thing that he did with his, with his damn cars that I think has basically one of the reasons why he has pushed away Tesla. He's pushed Tesla further away from being able to have a self-driving car is this idiotic decision that he made. Well, we're going to get a rhetoric. Right. What? But, 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 no, 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 just cameras. Well, radar. All well, he had radar, and uh, well, well, yeah. He, he turned off everything right, except cameras to save cars. He turned off everything except cameras, and you're like everybody that knows about this is like, are you out of your mind? You can't. That that, that makes no sense. Think about an airplane, okay? Right? Oh, we'll just use cameras, not radar. Yeah. How, how would that ever work? It would never work. The radar can see through clouds, can see through things. It can see when it's not, when your cameras are blocked, you fucking idiot. You want fucking radar. There is no technical fucking reason to believe that only visual is good. Right. I mean, and only a jackass like him who keeps thinking he is smarter than everybody else would insert himself into such a fucking technical decision and oh yank all the radar off the cars and oh by the way disable it on the old ones too right and you're like what you know you know they had that starship fiasco they're about they're about to do the next with path. that launch they're, they're 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 trying to do it again yeah but but they had you know that that fiasco cost a bundle mm-hmm. okay as well and it was all because, oh, I know how to do better. Oh, you know, water, you know, this, you know, the, the, whatchamacallit, the, 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 the water blast that they do in it order to deaden the sound and whatever. Ah, we don't need that shit. All those scientists, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, motherfucker. Well, and, and specifically, like, no. like, it's, it's dismissing the decades of learning that already exist. And that's a theme in Twitter too. Like when people first started launching rockets, they didn't know this shit either. There was lots of trial and error. And over time people figured out what you need to do. Same with like social media. Like people have figured out like a whole lot of things on moderation and how you do it and how you don't do it and pros and cons and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, he, his, his approach is like, I don't care what anybody's done in the past, what anybody thinks they have learned. I know better and I'm going to start over and do it my way. Well, and the other thing is how to be a fucking chief executive of any fucking company. Because if there's one thing that people learned over decades. What, delegate? Is that anything, (laughs) not, well, aside from no, uh, no, about communication. Is that you know what? You fucking, for the most part, what 
unfiltered communication of what the fuck you are communicating to the marketplace. You want to be very careful and make sure that you have thought through how people can misinterpret. You're putting your best foot forward. You're making sure that like you, you're, you're just being thoughtful about it. <laughs> right. I know. I know that's sort of such a shocking thing, but yeah. And, and people over <laughs> decades learned that that was, you know, important. Okay. You did not see Steve Jobs going around, you know, regularly having people collect his thoughts, you know, and say things. You know why? Because probably if you took a lot of those in snippets, you know, like as happens with people, including myself, if I would do that, I mean, I would sound like, I mean, like a raving lunatic and nobody would want to do business with me. So you, you are smart enough to say, you know what? No. I don't want them to take like the meeting I had a couple of weeks ago where I told a vendor, okay, that I was so furious and I told them, you know, to go to hell. That's not, you know, I don't want that in in, in, in public consumption. Okay. No, I, you know, if I'm the leader, anything that you say weighs more, it weighs more. When, when you deride, you know, deride something and your employees probably did it, man, that weighs on people a ton, okay? When you go to an office and you don't say hi to people, that has weight. If you only say hi to certain people, that has an impact. All those fucking things have an impact on your workforce on your employees. And it's a fucking reason why this guy can't keep any fucking employees around because not, I mean, I have not seen a tech executive with the kind of fucking turnover that he has at top level jobs at all the places that he works at. Now, you know, well, but he's made a lot of money. He sold a lot of cars. He's done a lot of things. Yeah, no, no, I get that. And, and you know, there, there, it isn't that he is, completely stupid okay but he's also been but you know also sometimes making money and being lucky doesn't mean you know doesn't mean there's a lot of luck involved and in elon's case it's also a bunch of take things that others have started and and you know do a little marketing on top of it take a little you know uh, but it's it's fundamentally not like he has not been the mastermind behind any of these of any of none of these of any of these like he he has always taken something from other people the things that he's had ideas about for the most part have failed (laughs) you know yeah and part of what he's doing with twitter he's trying to break i mean the whole x thing was like this is the thing i wanted to do thing he wanted 20 years ago well well let me let me just say that you know what going (laughs) i i just it's just unfathomable to me that how if if this was the ceo of any other publicly traded company you know because he is a ceo of tesla if this but he was a ceo of any other publicly traded company like 90 plus percent of them he would have been fired already the board would have already had a meeting and would have had him out on like, the like they just did to Sam Altman today for that's for right. What what's I, I 
That basically, apparently, he was lying to the board. Yeah, as far as for, I can for, tell. But well, what's the name of the company? It's I something that Chat uh, Open Open AI. AI. There it is. But yeah, so let let's get specific on Elon for a second, like on what what the current Twitter situation is, and look, look. Well, the current well, well, situation well, well, is that he has been doubling and tripling down on being an anti-Semite. Well, let, let me just say, like, uh, this isn't all new. I mean, he's been he's been a jackass online forever. He's said things that clearly seemed racist, anti-Semitic, whatever before. But this time around, like, apparently, like, he somebody tweeted something that was basically this whole you know, Jews hate whites and are orchestrating a takeover of the country by non-whites in order to meet their secret agenda or something like that. Somebody tweeted some nonsense like that. And he responds with, you're absolutely right. I forget the exact words right. he said, but they were. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Like, yeah, pretty close. It's like, close it's like you say the truth or something like that. And this time, a whole bunch of companies are saying, okay, we're pulling our ads now. Yeah. We're, we're. and you know, a whole bunch of companies pulled their stuff when he first took over, but a, a lot of them came back. Some of them stayed the whole time. I think Apple was one of the ones that paused before and now they're paused yeah. again, but last time they eventually came back, but there's yeah, a whole bunch of big advertisers have said, we're not doing this anymore. Some of them have say, said permanently. Some of them have just said for now. But, you know, it, it's a small number of companies, but they're big companies. They're prominent companies. It's right before the big holiday season where a bunch of them were probably going to do quite a bit of advertising. Yeah. What's what's your take on the the impact of this? I've, I mean, I've seen some people post like, okay, this is finally the end of Twitter. I feel like it's not that simple. Well, I'm going to say that in the last month, I have seen an accelerated exodus from Twitter, even before mm -hmm. this. I'm not, listen, when Threads launched at first, a lot of people jammed in, didn't know exactly what to do. Then a whole bunch of people stopped and they went back. Some people stayed. Meanwhile, I'm you still know, waiting for Threads to federate with Mastodon, but you know. Yeah. They actually this week published a document explaining how they are doing that exactly. Timetable? Timetable? And sometime in the next, I think it said six okay. months. Anyway. So it's not that far, I, not I that checked, far I off. Checked, but but, but unlike before that they said, yeah, but that they said, you know, they actually went and released some specific information, technical information about how it's going to work. How's going to do it when, et cetera, and so forth. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, oh, I know, check so, in occasionally okay, so. on Blue Sky. I check in occasionally on Threads, but I haven't built a habit around either of those, and I haven't engaged with either of them. I'm sort of read-only. But here's the one thing that I've noticed, especially that's accelerator or last couple of months. A lot of the major ones that I, you know, kind of like missed from Twitter all that thread. had not come over to Mastodon, all of a sudden now are all uh, are on Threads yeah. and and are are heavily into Threads, and a lot of people just that are that are in there just basically said, "Yep, we're completely done at Twitter. We're we're here now, and that's it, and we're here to stay." And that that number has accelerated greatly recently. 
look, the, the, yeah, you say, oh, is this the end of Twitter? I think this might. I'll tell you why. Well, at least it's going to well, be. I mean, the, when people say the end, the of, end of The end of Twitter. No, okay. The end of Twitter as we know it, okay, not doesn't mean that the company's going to fold because I'm like, when did it? Here's the, the issue. He's accelerated. Switch and you can't log on to X anymore. Well, look, <laughs> the big switch to, which was it, to, to oh God, MySpace didn't happen until like about a decade after they were relevant. Isn't it still on? I thought like, they still existed. I I, I, th- I think they're, I think it's gone. I think it's finally gone. Okay. I, I'm checking. Are we checking now? It's still there. Okay. Are you sure it's not? Well, you know, people buy brands and they do this and they do that. So it's right, right, right. It's not, it's not the original site. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Peak years, decline and sale. Okay. I guess it's still it's now owned. By so United how about weekly? Yeah. Something like that. How about, let's see. Hold on. I know what you mean though. Like there is a long decline for things like that. Okay. Okay. So, so Orkut. Okay. Yes. yes. For example, it became invisible like in around 2009, and then the, it 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 really didn't shut down until 2014. Right. So it was about five years later. Okay. So that's the thing, you know. It, you know, but they were already irrelevant by 2010. Well, and and, I, and so that when when people yes, like when people talk about this, there are, I mean there are a few different scenarios. One is it, it, it's a private company. Elon could actually just say, "Okay, I'm turning the servers off. We're done." Like he could give no no- notice, go in himself right. to the server rack and just start pulling cords out, and that <laughs> and that would be you know on brand. It would be completely. That's one possibility. The other, he would just say, "I'm done with this shit. I got no no more use for this. I'm done. I'm going to threads. Bye." <laughs> exactly. I mean, but another another thing is like. They, they could declare bankruptcy, but reorganize and keep like something going on. But you have this sort of slow decline, continuing usage and decline in relevance yeah. over a long period of time. Elon could do that and then sell it. And then, you know, so it, like we were talking about with MySpace being owned by Entertainment Weekly, you could end up in that kind of situation where it's just a zombie brand. There, there are all kinds of things you could do or. You know, it's it just keeps chugging along for a long time. You know, and here's something I just double checked. Alta Vista no longer works. Oh, yep. That one's dead. That one's totally dead. I have to go there now. It just takes you to Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah. It, which it just takes you which to is Yahoo. also right. a surprising that it still exists kind of thing. But <laughs> <laughs> You know. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that I think you just hit, that's a perfect example. Yahoo, right? I mean, Yahoo's been dead really for like about a decade. I mean, nobody gives a shit. Who was giving a shit about Yahoo? I mean, what's the last time you purposely went, I'm going to yahoo.com and I'm going to search for something. Yeah. I mean, that, that hasn't happened since the, since the, what the, what the fuck do I call the other decade? The aughts. <laughs> the aughts. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, that hasn't happened since then. So what I, 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 but, but I do think that the problem that he's got right now is all these services depend on a critical mass of people being there. And then you having a critical mass of advertisers that are also paying the bills as well. 
And and so yeah, maybe the servers. I, I just want to say ahead, not it's a critical mass of people, but also a critical mass of people engaging in a compelling way that right. that you know like the advertisers don't want to be there if it's just a cesspool. And, th- and that's what started happening. I mean, it's like all of a sudden IBM and all of these finally started realizing, hey, I'm putting an ad and it's right beside some neo-Nazi shit. Well, I don't want this crap. This is not good. And it's happening more and more and more and more. And so if you're losing any quality content at all, and all you've got is a whole bunch of fucking neo-Nazis and, and you know, on the fucking place, well, it. I'm sorry. How how enjoyable can it be? A neo-Nazi gathering. I mean, think well, about it. it right? Depends if you're hey, a neo-Nazi. We're yourself. going to a ne- even if you are a neo-Nazi. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, people people have but, pointed out. I mean, many times, and this is Truth Social is failing too. Like Gab and all right. of these. The thing is that yes. those type of people, they don't want to just talk to themselves. They want to be aggravating the liberals, you know, they, they want to be, they want to be owning the libs. They want to be seeing that what they're saying makes people mad. Hate is there, hate is there, you know, you know, trade. And so if there isn't anybody to hate, I'm just with a whole bunch of neo-Nazis who are all just agreeing with each other. And let's be clear about it. Like I've said again, how enjoyable can a fucking neo-Nazi meeting be? I mean, I'm thinking, listen, are neo-Nazis, when you see them together, are they happy? <laughs> is that, it, you I, know, what, what comes I mean, to my head is that picture of that guy with the tiki torch stre- screaming, right? You know? Exactly. That is not happiness, okay? So my whole thing is the marketing of these folks, it's a marketing of hate. The reality is that, yes, you've got a whole bunch of angry people. But the reality is that if you're going to go pick where the fuck you want to be, oh, do I want to be with the angry, torch-bearing people? Well, some people will say that to that, yes. But most people are like, no, I, I want to go see somebody sharing, you know, puppy memes and, you know, Seinfeld jokes and, you know, what, you know, dumb dad jokes. I mean... Being with a whole bunch of angry people has to really, really suck. So, so just from the immediate point of view, with a bunch of big name, a bunch of big name advertisers pulling out, is there going to be like an immediate financial crunch, like tomorrow, or does this? When does this? When does this actually hit anything? When do, does he feel pain I, I, right I away? Say, I, I say, if if the, if. I saw an acceleration of people say of big companies saying no, 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 no. I'd say give it six months. I mean, he's gonna have to. They're gonna have to make some difficult decisions. And here's the other thing: I don't know how long Linda Yaccarino has <laughs> the, the to current survive CEO. because the current CEO. Because it's like, I mean, really, she is. I mean, the best. The the best analogy is she is really Leslie Nielsen in the naked gun in front of the fireworks factory saying nothing to see here. Please disperse. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. 
Oh, we have no place for, we are, have no tolerance for Nazism and racism here while she's got her boss standing right behind her in a fucking KKK suit. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And what do you think, like, I, I, I'm, I'm plumbing this a little bit deeper into this. I mean, we, it's been a while since we talked about Twitter and Elon and all this kind of stuff. There are a lot of folks who think that the implosion of Twitter is actually what Elon wanted all along. That he wasn't really wanting to, like, make money off this, but he wanted to take oh, bullshit. what was a useful town oh, square bullshit. for all kinds of people he didn't like and no. destroy it. No, no. I think that he thought as which, he by the way, if that's what he really wanted, he could have just pulled the plug right after he bought it. Correct. I, I think that he really thought that I'm into right. Y you know, I'm going to make this place better. And he's a genius and he knows how to make it run the right way. Exactly. Absolutely. And I'm going to make more money at it. Because I was going to turn into the X app where you're going to trust me with your money, and I don't know what other things that I'm like, wait a minute, are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm going, he wants to do a financial app. You think I'm going to now trust him with my money deposited at his fucking place? You're out of your mind. And he wants everything else too. He wants it to be YouTube. He wants it to be shopping. He wants it to search. Be, yeah, everything. AI, all, all, everything, all the, the all app. It's going to do everything. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, Look, he, he doesn't have the problem. His problem is that too. He's lost so many engineering resources. Mm -hmm. And I mean, most people, so many got fired that he is toxic. So few quality people want to actually go work at Twitter right now. I mean, you, it, they call you and say, hey, I got a job opportunity at Twitter. What, 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 what do I you say? I can't even imagine. Like, exactly. Even, even if you're an Elon fan. Oh, I'm going to offer you $5 million, $5 million in stock to join us. And I'm oh. like, <laughs> it's not going to be a cash. Yeah, I was going to say, the only way that I would go for that is if it was upfront in cash. In cash, take back. right. Yeah, exactly. I I, I want to see the wire hit my bank, and then we're good. Okay, you know. Then I'll then I'll go for a week and quit. You know. Exactly. You know. <laughs> no, I mean I can't imagine anybody wanting to go into that situation right now. I mean the, I mean I know that there are Elon fanboys who would do that, but you know, given the entire history of the time since he took over, it is just. I mean, there. I have not heard a single report of people enjoying working there. You know, not one. I, I'm yeah. sure that one thing that he could do is that he could subcontract, uh, you know, outside companies to do development work in order to build some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But here's a problem. You need money to do that. Okay. If that's your route, you want to like outsource the development. Great. Okay. Do it. But. You need some, you need some bucks and people are not going to do it just for free. And so, so that's also an issue, especially if revenue is driving down and 
and he's having more cash demands. And so it's it's the problem is that he's listen, the, he started the company down this vicious spiral downward. And most of these companies, it's so rare that any of these after they start going down like this, that they come back. Right. I mean, the the exceptions are notable enough that people study them. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's I right. mean, you know, you, you have the, the Apple turnaround when jobs right. came back, right. you know, and maybe a handful of other examples, but that's the one that comes to mind immediately, but it's rare. Like, you know, but, like but I, I'm thinking more because hardware companies sometimes do go through, through cycles in, in, and blah, blah, blah. in cycles and products or whatever, you know, but like the examples thinking, we were but, talking about before MySpace, Yahoo, AOL, when the, you know, those, when those go jump the shark, man, they never come back. They're well, done. And especially these kinds of things that are, have a cultural component as well. Right. Because, because they go somewhere else and build the culture back. And then you're like, I'm not, well, and, why am and I it's leaving? All, it's also about what's cool. Right. right? Like yes. once you're not cool anymore, I mean, even, uh, you know, I mean, obviously Facebook is still big and meta has a thing going, but it stopped being the cool place to go a long time ago. It stopped being, but the one thing is the company built other things and also their decline. It, they, they haven't like really like declined. It's just not maybe the cool place, but a lot of people still use it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, there are a couple of things that their, their demographics have changed. Yes. Yeah. Like they're not like, but even young people who don't use Facebook as their primary place go there because their parents and grandparents are there. Right. Exactly. But it's not the, it's not the cool place. It's not where they like are spending their attention, but they still, have an account right now they still have an account you know but but for the most part once you start that process of no longer being the cool place no longer being what's driving attention etc and in twitter's case like what they were known for was they were like I mean, they were known for other things too, but in my world anyway, they were the dynamic engine beyond, behind the daily news cycle, right? You know, because all of the, all of the reporters were on there. All of them were sharing stories. You could, you could be, if you were following the right people on Twitter, you would have a 24 to 48 hour head start on what was going to be in the news in the major yep. media yep. a couple days later because you could see it bubbling up and people starting to talk about it. And that, that goes for like major news stories, but also stupid little memes of like, oh, this cute little thing happened over here. And then a few days later, people are talking about it on there. You know, well, and- I'm going to give you an example of a company that's also jumped the shark like this, and it, it and and they've been struggling and trying to stay, but they're but they're declining, and and they they can't. I don't think they they they've been able to arrest it. Uh, Snapchat, for example. Mm. You know, look, Snapchat soared in one moment, and then it uh, got there, and then uh, they're okay. We're we flattened out, and we can't. We, 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 we can't do anything. A lot of people still use it, especially younger people I've seen. But 
but it got to a point where it 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 was like it grew, and then all of a sudden people are like, eh, okay, I'm done with it. Well, let's move on. And, and that and that's frankly like a lot of these things that are sort of trendy have that boom and bust. Yeah, but it's not a boom and bust cycle. It's a boom, a bust, and, and a you're bottom. done, and you're done, <laughs> you and know? you're done. And, and and there's a lot of that. Like there was, I, I mean, I know you're still doing it, but like Wordle as an example. Yes. You know, that is the kind of thing that it hit, it hit hard. People got very excited about it. Everybody was talking about it for a few weeks, maybe a couple months. The New York Times paid a crap load of money to the developer who did it, who got out, got it at just the right time. He did and this then, one thing. And then usage peaked and is now a trivial fraction of what it was. There, there are various other sort of games that went through that cycle in the past. The, the people who made Angry Birds went through that kind of cycle where they oh, had the yeah, one yeah, hit yeah, game and yeah. then they've had trouble. And oh, I think, Oh, Oh, he just reminded me one farm. Yeah. Farmville. Okay. Farmville. Oh my God. Farmville. And, and yes. And so, which is different, like for like some of these physical things, like, you know, we had like, you think of like something like Sears. Oh. They were, they were in decline. Forever. For decades. Yep. Decades. Forever. I mean, they're still around, right? Are they? Or did they find there, There's very few stores left. Right. And and Kmart was the same way. Those kinds of things. You know, I mean, it, yeah, there there are some store they they you know, they are de- they are almost completely out of business. They are Sears is down to 12 stores. 12 stores. And you know, they were huge, huge. They you were know? huge. They were, I mean, but, they were the biggest retailer in, in U.S., you know, but, before Walmart took took the credit. But it, it took forever for them to die, right? Oh, yeah. and, and so, and the physical things have an advantage with that. Like the, the digital properties, especially I think social media, can go south a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. You have all these brick and mortar stores and locations. I mean, I'll tell you that one of the locations that, for whatever the hell reason, still clings out of the, the, there, the, I said that there are 12 locations still open. The Puerto Rico store is one of them. Mm. Okay. okay. For whatever the hell damn reason. But, you know, they are, they are down to that. But, you know, you want to talk about becoming irrelevant, right? You know, it's oh, great. Yeah, I was starting because- at the point of that and then I got deep. Yeah, because how did it become irrelevant? Because, you know, Sears was Amazon before Amazon existed. And the crazy thing is that's the catalog business. And the crazy thing is that somebody at corporate decided, eh, that business sucks. We're going to shut it down. Mm -hmm. It boggles the mind that, you know, said that person and said, hey, Let's put this catalog online. Online. They could have reinvented the whole business. Yeah, but but you know, look, and it and it takes leadership to do that. Look, look at Netflix. I mean, look, Netflix at first tried to do this a little too early, okay? You know, where they were going to say, "Well, we're dumping the DVD business, we're going online." And people said, "Well, wait a minute. Nobody is online yet. Are you crazy?" Well, the idea was right. It's just the timing was a little bit 
off, but then eventually it did happen. Okay. They just shut down the DVD business finally a few weeks ago, actually. And so, but, but, but that they did it. They, they saw what the next thing was and they started playing there as the other one, you know, declined. I'm going to say that I think that Meta to a certain extent has played that pretty well with a lot of their properties in terms of, Hey, okay. Facebook is kind of flattened out. So we bought Instagram. I mean, hell, I can't remember which company had the shot at, Oh, it was, it was Twitter itself. Twitter actually had tried to buy Instagram and for some reason they didn't and Facebook did. Now think about different fortunes. Okay. That would have happened if that, if that transaction would have gone through. Okay. So, you know, they were like, no, they got an Instagram threads, WhatsApp. You know, okay, you you're you're going into the other ones, but honestly, Twitter had been stuck. You know, they weren't doing terrible, but they weren't doing gangbusters either. Okay, right. well, and I think, and and, and, th- and this ties to like one of my recurring themes is the expectation of exponential growth forever is ridiculous. And the fact that there's the culture built up that if you're not growing exponentially, you're a failure. It just automatically like screws up all kinds of these businesses. And I've said- Oh, totally. Look, 100%. I agree. I've specifically said on Twitter a long time ago that if they had been content to just be- a medium-sized utility business for a niche audience who's into that kind of stuff and just got there and then doubled down on just, hey, make that experience really good for the power users who love your service. They'd still be doing fine. Yeah, they'd still be doing fine. Now, would they be... All of these goals of like, oh, we're going to take on Facebook, we're going to... We're going to, or, or what Elon's doing now of like, I want to be the everything store, blah, blah, blah. No, just be content being a small medium, small to medium sized business with that's not growing particularly that just sort of chugs along doing its thing. But, but we're profitable. Well. We're doing okay. You know, we're doing good and we're, you know, yeah, I, I think, and they were growing. The thing is, it was the expectations. Mm-hmm. Because their stock market cap had implications of it growing a lot faster than it did, which is why the pressure was. Look, I, I still, I go, I go back to when I joined HP in late 90s. HP was growing. HP was profitable. And, you know, investors and people were like ripping the company to shreds because it wasn't growing as fast as others when, you know, Three years later, it turns out a lot of those other fat, supposedly fast-growing companies were cooking the books. Right. But they were either cooking the books or they were making sales that were bullshit that then soured and then were a disaster. And, you know, HP was forced to make a gazillion stupid changes, including firing its executives and bringing in fucking idiot Carly Fiorina from one of these fucking, like, you know, smoke and mirrors companies in order to supposedly try to juice the company because we needed this. When it was just all bullshit. It was all, 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 all bullshit. There should be no shame in being a mature, stable business. And growing like what? Oh my God. Oh, we only grew grew 8% this year. (gasps) Oh my God. We're awful. What the fuck is, you know, fucking, you know, what the hell's wrong with 40 billion? We're like, there were 40 
billion dollar company. We grew 10%. Here's so you know what the funniest thing about all of this? What? Is that one of the things that all those investors forced HP to do was to spin off the original business that HP started in, which was the test and measurement semiconductor manufacturing. It was because that that's where HP started not making computers or printers or any of that. They started, you know, with the test and measurement business, oscilloscopes. And right now, that company still exists. It's called Agilent. They've been around. They, they was, got spun off. They're still around. Honestly, it, it really, they, they, they should fucking like go to HP and say, hey, give me the fucking name back because you're not HP. We're HP. By the way, right now, the market cap of that company is more than Hewlett Packard that exists right now and HP Enterprise combined. Right. Because they were, this was, you know, microchip design, microchip testing, all this shit that you need for fabs, the testing, all of this fucking stuff that is, you know, the, the but they were like back then, that business is boring. It's not, you know, sexy. it's not sexy. We want to compete with Sun. Fuck, you know, Sun now. <laughs> where are they? Like, com- yeah. where, where are they? We own them. Like, yeah, yeah. Where, where I work right now. You know, unfortunately, they they basically they got consumed. I mean, because they literally almost went out of business. So anyway, just to to wrap up Twitter again, we got the advertising exodus. We've got more people leaving. Like I've seen over since this since Elon's comments, seen a number of high profile people who are just like, that's the last straw. I'm out. And so. We'll continue to walk. You know what? The one thing that that really pisses me off is that it took all these people that long because it didn't take me this fucking long. You know, I, I mean, well, and there's still a lot of high profile people will still be here after this. Like, there's a lot of momentum there. Uh, my thing is, I don't understand why so many people were blind to fucking Elon Musk because I have been. Let's be clear about this on this podcast. I have not, I have been an Elon Musk detractor for a long time. I think we, that's safe to say, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been consistent on this, and I, I, I mean, thought this I, guy... I, I remember there there were times when he was sort of in his cool stages. He was doing a lot of... SpaceX was doing some cool stuff. Tesla was doing some cool stuff. We did say some positive things about him, but it was always sort of tempered with yeah but he's a little crazy but but i think we've learned over the last couple years just how crazy no but i i think also the 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 thing is that look all the shit like you mentioned that he's been doing i don't understand i mean this was evident like right from the start i mean i'm sorry the last straw i i was like kind of like gritting my teeth a little bit about it because i know you know we knew about the you know look I'm saying the tractor all this shit like years back when he called that guy, the, the pedophile, how he sank people after anybody that said bad things about Tesla online. And he basically got people to just pillory and attack these people and enabled all these trolls 
all the damn time that we're talking about. And of stuff. course, so, trolling yeah. himself all the time as well. And trolling himself all the time and like attacking and destroying people, people, you know, with, with baseless accusations and bullshit. And so I, I mean, I had been, you know, you know, he was on my shit list the entire time. It's one of the reasons why I could put, look, you know, I like like efficient cars. I fucking refuse to buy one of his cars. Mm-hmm. Period. I I was like, I, look, I love, I want the environment, whatever. I'm like, I'm going to wait for somebody else to build an electric, build some kind of like efficient electric car. I like, I'm not buying his shit. Period. I mean, end the story. And that's it. And I'm still, the, the, the thing is that when he bought Twitter, the last day that I was on Twitter, and I don't understand how people did, this wasn't the last straw, is that that fucking day that he said, that he was like, made this joke about his pronouns being prosecute Fauci. Mm. And I'm sorry. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck else you need? What the fuck else that people need? Damn it. Well, I mean, the, the logic that people have are that, you know, hey, this is where my community is. This is where I make money off this platform. I use I have I can't just go cold turkey on it because this is how I get my stuff out and the audience isn't in these other places. And this is the, this is the logic people are doing. And even now, like I fully expect, like, you know, if, if I go watch news networks tomorrow, they're still going to be talking about like, go, go find me on, on X, you know, it's not going to disappear. Like, but, and, and this is the point I was trying to make earlier as well. Like, before this, Twitter was known as the place that drives the news cycle. That has already largely disappeared. Yep. Like you will occasionally, they'll still occasionally be somebody tweeted this or somebody tweeted that or whatever. And they still usually call them tweets, not X's or shits or whatever they're calling them. Shitters. Shit. But, but the degree to which that, I mean, it just isn't the same anymore where you can sort of tell that there's this there's this vibrant community of that is influencing what the the conversation is every day and that's what it used to be it's not that's already gone or mostly gone and people are just hanging on to little remnants here or there and it may well be that this decline takes a long long time but it's already a shadow of what it once was. Look, I I have said to all those people, not that I go on there anymore to experience it myself, but 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 I I, I have said of all those people, well, my community's still here, and you know it's so hard to go whatever, and I'm just like, I mean, you're enabling a a fucking racist troll just because you want to still see some of your friends really and you're making a couple of bucks it's just they they i i said it before saying it again you should be ashamed of yourself you should, sorry it's just there's just some point that you have to just you know at the sa- at the same time one thing i've seen people talk about on mastodon is there are a few people who are coming in and and you know Hey, I'm here. I've, I finally left Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And people are quote unquote, welcoming them by uh-huh. yelling at them for how long it took them to leave Twitter. Oh, fucking people get, get a life people. No, what I will say is that I, okay. 
I, I've said this here about it that I think it took him that long, but I, I don't, I'm not going to, I think it's very counterproductive you're, you're, to go on and just yell. You, you, somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm joining Mastodon. I'm giving it a try or threads or whatever. I'm like, hey, welcome. As opposed to took you long enough, jackass. Look, if it was a friend of mine, I would say that because, you know, I that's how I, my friends are. The other day I went and saw a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a few weeks and all of a sudden the first thing he did is slap me in the face. Okay. So yes, but that's, that's that. Okay. But that's, that's me and my friends that, that story. I actually thought it was cute. I was like, oh, there you go. You know, he, he, he still loves me. So there you go. But you know, not, not to random people. No. Right. Okay. So. We've gone long enough that I don't think I'm going to do a second one in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We, will we, take, could, we could talk out our ass. We were, Let's take a break, and then we will come back, and I will do a topic. And I'll, I will just preview right now. We're It's just going to be a combination of all the sort of political things that have happened. Uh, politics! Time. Politics. Yeah, we got a number of events that have happened so we'll just go through a bunch of them and and chat okay after this oh and this is a a wiki of the day enjoy if it fucking works you know i'm gonna actually submit a ticket to these riverside people about this this has happened too often the wiki of the day i'm going to imitate the wiki of the day podcast it's cute it's great and it's short we provide information (laughs) favorite wiki of today today's topic is okay okay i I, let me try just doing it this way and then i'll fix it in post here you go see if we can do this go on go on do 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 hello this is sally standard I'm here to let you know about Sam the Curmudgeon's other podcasts, the Wiki of the Day podcasts. Wiki of the Day comes in three varieties, popular, random, and featured. Each highlights a new Wikipedia article each day, they just pick the articles differently. This week on popular Wiki of the Day, you would have heard this summary for Madam Web. Madam Web, Cassandra Web, is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. She first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man No. 210, published November 1980, and was created by writer Denny O'Neill and artist John Romita Jr. She is usually depicted as a supporting character in the Spider-Man comic book series, where she appears as an elderly woman with myasthenia gravis, connected to a life support system resembling a spider web. Madame Web is a clairvoyant, and precognitive mutant who first appears to help Spider-Man find a kidnapping victim. She is not one of the mutants that lost their power during the decimation storyline. In Grim Hunt, she is attacked by Sarah and Anna Kravinoff, who kills her, but before she died she was able to pass her powers of precognition as well as her blindness on to Julia Carpenter, who becomes the next Madame Webb. Webb is consequently resurrected by Ben Riley, before succumbing to the carrion virus. Webb is the grandmother of the fourth Spider-Woman. Charlotte Witter. Madame Webb has appeared in or served as inspiration for several Spider-Man related media. Rachel Dratch voices C. Weber, a character loosely based on Madame Webb, in Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, 2023, while Dakota Johnson will portray an original incarnation named Cassie Webb in an upcoming self-titled film. That's all there is to it. 
See? Fun, entertaining, educational. And short. Okay, now look for and subscribe to the Wiki of the Day family of podcasts on your podcast playing software of choice, or just go to wikioftheday.com to check out our archives. Now back to Curmudgeon's Corner. Do do do. You know, your your imitation, Yvonne, was actually pretty good. Thank you. You know, you had the it's 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 short and moist or whatever it says at the end, and you know, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Not too bad. There you go. Okay. Enough. There you go. <laughs> and now you you have learned about a character in Spider-Man comics. I had never heard of this character before, to be honest. I, I wasn't a big spy. I wasn't a Spider-Man guy. No, you didn't run around in the costume. Uh, no, I, I got to admit that my comic books. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what my favorite comic books were. I liked uh, Scrooge McDuck. Of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah, you know, I did like the Richie Rich. Uh, uh, of course, comic books. Of course, yeah, I I, re- I read Richie Rich. I admit to that. Yeah, I read Richie Rich, Scrooge. I liked Scrooge McDuck. Definitely like Scrooge McDuck. That was like one of my. Now, well, if you if you have not seen it, I'm going to have to like point you at that. You know, there's there's a YouTube channel called the Film Theorists. Uh huh. And they did an episode to try to figure out just exactly how much money did Scrooge McDuck have. Oh. Oh, okay. And it's like a 20-minute analysis of all the evidence to try to figure out exactly how rich was Scrooge McDuck. Interesting. I'm going to have to... Okay. Everyone out there, you should check that out. So I read... There was one that I read also, which is this one. I, I don't think... I mean, nobody in the U.S. read this. There was a Mexican one called Meming. Okay. All right. Memin Pinguin. It was a Mexican comic book character who was created in 1943. And the original series had 372 chapters. Okay. Printed in sepia. And I read this when I was little. And I got to admit that I read this and I liked it. You know, but one of the big things about this, I mean, there, there is some... Well, Mamin was black in Mexico, and there there was a lot of stuff about him being racistly taunted and, and tried, but but he 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 succeeded. He was he was you wanted to root for this kid, and so so. But I but I I I did uh, I did read this. This is one of my favorite ones, uh, and uh, but it's just kind of hard to describe. I think if you look to if you go into Wikipedia, it, it, it is there. Mamin Mamin M E M I N. Penguin, P-I-N-G-U-I-N, and it describes the the series, and that was one of the ones that I was favorite. And so, okay, and so, so there you go. Before we get to real, I, I w- will give the proper reference to the Scrooge McDuck thing. It's film theory: Scrooge McDuck's net worth solved. Disney's Ducktales is the is the title of the episode. It was published on August 8th, 2017. So okay. And uh, anyway, so it is fun. Now, right. po- po- politics, politics, politics. So we, we, we actually had a kind of eventful week, which a bunch, a bunch of stuff happening. Let's start with no government shutdown. 
No government shutdown. How did it happen? That was 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 government spending halved. Oh yeah, John, Johnson pushed through something with major major cuts to everything, and the Senate and Biden were just like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," and signed off on it. No, okay, so that's how it happened. Okay, so Republicans did it. Yeah, basically, people, you know, employees are going to have to bring their own toilet paper to the federal offices. Um. Why they can just use your tax returns? Well, they can do that too. I mean, my tax returns were pretty lengthy. I will say, I, I think, I think I submitted a one hundred page tax return. Anyway, anyway, yeah, no, obviously that's not what happened. What happened was the House did exactly what they did before, which was pass a continuing resolution with the existing spending to kick the can down the road. The one difference that Johnson got which the Democrats were sort of like, huh, that's, stu- <laughs> that's stupid, but fine, whatever, was splitting it so that instead of everything expiring at once at a new deadline, some it's staggered. So things expire at different dates. I think there's some things that expire in January and some things that expire in February. So it's not all at once. And the the logic is, well, this gives us more time and we can prioritize the things in January 1st and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was kick the can down the road a few months, just like they do every other time. All right. So and and all right. So how yeah. long does Speaker Johnson have on the clock right now to survive? Uh, I think so. So first of all, my prediction before, and I think this is playing out, is that the People who sunk McCarthy are going to give him a pass for this first time around. They are they did not immediately respond to this by voting him out again. But I think they have already indicated they are very upset. They they prevented any other business from happening in the House after this by voting against various procedural resolutions to they ba- they basically shut down all continuing business after the after this happened and I don't know so I think he's going to make it through the rest of the year cuz they're not going to do anything well, they're either. not going to do anything they're not, they're going to go away listen they're going to go away for Thanksgiving break and not come back until after New Year's I think they're coming back in for one thing and we'll talk about that in a second but they they and they're still you know, there are people saying we're going to come back and we're going to do like Ukraine and we're going to do Israel and we're going to do, they might do some of that stuff. I don't know. I, I think the next danger point for Johnson is, of course, when these things expire in January and February. And I don't know that if he does it again, if he just pushes through another continuing resolution, then that's when I think they pull the plug on him again. So you think basically, and, and that's what I was thinking, that he doesn't make it through March? I think so. Because here's the thing. They fundamentally want the impossible. Like, Correct. you know, they, the, the reality is that we are in divided government right now, which means to get anything done whatsoever, it needs to be bipartisan. You, you need to have something that can pass the Republican House but also pass the Democratic Senate and also be signed by a Democratic president. That's it. Like that. And if your bottom line is if you cooperate with the Democrats, you're out. 
then you've just already written the end of the story. I, I think the whole problem that they've got was illustrated by GOP rep Chip Roy of the <laughs> Republican uh, Republican for Texas from the 21st District, San Antonio, Austin, Fredericksburg, Kernville, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. And he went on the floor and this was after they tried to impeach Mayorkas, the Homeland Security. Yes, it's Homeland Security guy. And they couldn't do it. They didn't have the votes. They couldn't do that. And he went out and said, uh, one thing. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing, one, that I can go campaign on and say we did. One. Anybody sitting in the complex, if you want to come down to the floor and come explain to me one material, meaningful, significant thing the Republican majority has done besides, well, I guess it's not as bad as the Democrats. And he's right. Yeah. They haven't done shit. Nothing. And unfortunately, like you just mentioned, what they want done is impossible. This is not willing to negotiate. Then, well, then they're going to get nothing. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's, fuck, this goes back to the Boehner days. Mm -hmm. The grand bargain. And they were getting a lot of what they wanted. They all torpedoed it because it wasn't everything. Yes. And, you know, is it possible that Johnson manages to get them to pass out of the House a few more of these sort of messaging bills where the Republicans sort of say, here's what we want? Maybe. He might maybe, get a they'll, few more. maybe they'll pass. Maybe they'll pass once again. Have they? Uh, have anybody submitted a bill to abolish uh, the Affordable Care Act again? <laughs> maybe they'll, maybe they'll pass well, one. The, the problem with all of these messaging things, and and like whenever there's a split Congress like this, you have these messaging things. The Democrats have certainly done it too. Is that they're dead on arrival in the other half of the Congress, you know? And they all know this, but they're trying to sort of. Put on the record, this is. But they can't even do a messaging bill. They they have failed at the messaging bills too. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, they can't even do that right now because they can't get all because because of their slim majority, they can't get all the Republicans on the same page either. So they can't. Right. And 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 so they they've gotten a couple of these things passed, but but for the most part, like the things that were tanked by the Freedom Caucus at the end, we're, we're another one of these spending omnibus, not omnibus, but these, they're trying to do the actual sort of, no, no, not the, after the continuing resolution, what the House is trying to do is sort of have these separate spending bills. Like this is the spending bill for topic X. This is the spending bill for topic Y and trying to have these separate bills. And that's what they're failing at. And they, because they can't even get all the Republicans together on, in one place, and they're proposing things that none of the Democrats are going for. So, you know, you're, you've got something that can maybe get 40% support in the Congress and, or, or in the House, and you can't pass something in the House with 40% support. No, you can't. No, you definitely can't. So w- will he make some progress on those kinds of things? Maybe. Maybe, but again, they're, they're dead and dead on arrival messaging things. So I think basically, and and somebody pointed this out, like one of the things that the 
Democrats and including Biden, but also the congressional Democrats really should be double and tripling down on is, you know, the do nothing Republicans because they're completely incapable of governing in any way, shape or form. Now you also want to pound home that if they magically did succeed, they would be doing things that are deeply unpopular, right? But they, but they can't even succeed in the deeply unpopular things they're trying to do. Right. So now do I think there's a chance Johnson makes it past March? Yeah, I think you know February, March are his next danger points. But also, I feel like even the Freedom Caucus people who triggered the whole McCarthy thing know that it's not particularly going to help them to just do it again. You know, so I mean, they may hold their fire and try to protest in other ways. I think you may be right on that, because I, I, I just think that. It's just they've already looked so incompetent at this point that it's just heading into another election next year. If they go and they torpedo another speaker and then they can't get one. Right. I mean, the fucking campaign fodder they're generating for their opposition is ridiculous. I mean, already, I mean, the the, the Chip Roy speech you just talked about, that's a Democratic commercial right fucking there. Exactly. Yes. I mean, that, that's the kind of shit. And, and now, he's not the only one who's been making statements like that either. Yeah. Like yes. the, the Republicans, the House Republicans have been going on the record in front of reporters, in front of cameras for the last several months, openly talking about how much they suck. And and wait, did, did McCarthy really elbow <laughs> that guy? So yes, we were this was one of my next topics on this on on Congress. So there were a a couple of violent incidents. The one that you are talking about right now is McCarthy apparently like there was another Republican congressman that he had beef with in some way and he just walked past him quickly and elbowed him hard in the back. The guy is like I I still hurt like you know, 12 hours later or something, he's still hurt. And yeah, we got fisticuffs between Republicans happening. And McCarthy, like there was, which one was it? One of the ex-Congress people who left because they're like, they're too crazy for me. There's no way I'll, I'll win. I think it was Kinsinger. He said McCarthy used to do that to him too. Jesus Christ to hell. But then we also had this Senator who, oh, which Senator Mullen? Was it Senator? Mullen? Oh yeah. The one that was threatening the team. Was it a teamster? Yeah. That, up? yeah was, teamster guy. We were, he was in a congressional, a, in a hearing with some guy from the teamster from the teamsters. And he read some tweets that this guy had made. See, see Twitter still driving the conversation. You uh-huh. read some tweets. Where the 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 Teamster guy had basically said, "Stop the tough guy act. We can like settle this anytime, any place." And he and he's like, "This is the time. This is the place. Let's go settle this." And he's like getting up from his seat to like go like have a fist fight with this guy. And of all people, Bernie fucking Sanders, 
who is chairing the committee had to be like, stop it, people. You are a United States senator. Sit down. You know, yeah. Bernie did a pretty good job of handling it. But he way. did. I he have did. to give him credit that he did. You know, he didn't go and like he fucking like just went like sit, sit the fuck down and stop. OK, enough. And and when 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 bringing this up, one of these people was asked about their behavior and mentioned the guy during the Civil War who beat some other congressperson senseless with a cane and is like, okay, is that the model you're actually emulating? Apparently. (laughs) Who who was the. Wasn't there an ex-president ex president that died in a duel? Yes, yes. That's that's the whole Hamilton Burr thing. Right. Yeah. Right. But yes, look. And, and what you've got is you've got this whole... I don't want to say necessarily the whole party, but yes, the whole fucking party. The, the whole Republican Party is like all this sort of macho, misogynist show that you're tough kind of bullshit crap. And they are getting very frustrated right now because they are not getting what they want. Poor things. And so what happens? They start beating on each other. Well, that's that's one thing that's been happening because we saw that there's been a lot of infighting also in the state Republican parties and so forth at the point where many of them are running out of money. Well, and we and let's not let's not forget a few weeks ago we had Marjorie Taylor Greene and Bobert going at each other on the House floor as well. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that too. You know, Jesus Christ. You know, this is just like I, I mean. On the one hand, I'm laughing about it. On the other hand, it's just ridiculously stupid and disturbing, and shows just how bankrupt this whole thing is. And yeah. You remember when I was talking about leadership matters? Yeah. You know, look, the main insider of this behavior that has thrown this example around to people is fucking Donald Trump. Yep. I mean, he has been the one encouraging people to punch each other and encouraging violence over and over. And this is the whole thing that people have been talking about is the, the normalization of violence as a way to solve political problems. Correct. The whole January 6th thing is about this fundamentally. I mean, hell, the, 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 the Donald, right now of the pop, the poppy, the, the fucking guy that tried to kill Paul Pelosi for God's yep, sake. Yep. And, and the, all the threats that Trump is making against the, the, the judges and the prosecutors and all this kind of stuff that's been going back and forth in the courts about whether or not they can do a gag order and blah, blah, blah. And that's still ongoing. Yes, yes, it all comes from the top. And where we are right now is Donald Trump is encouraging and the whole rest of the party is going, yep, that sounds good to me, this whole way of doing things where it's about violence, it's about intimidation. And, you know, the the places this can lead are incredibly scary. Which is why, on the one hand, I'm like laughing at ah ha ha, you know, stupid Congress people doing stupid minor violence. But this is not a good direction at all. No, it, it's not. It's not. And and but 
you know, I mean, look, I'll put this into perspective. I mean, look, nobody has shot anybody in Congress. Yeah. And we've had that happen before. Uh, look, we, we, are, we are in a bad cycle. Okay. We are definitely in a bad, bad cycle. But I, well, I, th- th- this I, is I, where I've said before, like, it's actually somewhat of a miracle that while we have had some incidents, we haven't had any major people actually killed yet. No, no I, I mean, no, we had the, the shooting that got Scalise. Yeah. The sort of baseball shooting. Yeah. We had, what's what's her name? The, the, the congressperson from Arizona a few years ago. Gabby back. Giffords. Gabby Giffords. We've had numerous attempts. We Of course, we've had January 6th. But, and people did die on January 6th. But we have yet to have sort of, and we had the Paul Pelosi thing, like you said. We, But he survived. And yep. it, it's it's actually remarkable that this political violence hasn't, sort of reached over the top and put us in like 1968, 1963. Well, 1960s. I mean, look, in the yeah, 1960s, exactly. we had 1960s was a decade of political assassinations. Yes. You know, a lot of them. And I am very glad that nothing like that has occurred yet, but I fear that it could at any moment. And I, and I, as much as I, would like one candidate not to ever appear again. I, I don't want, I, I doing it that way would not like improve the situation. It would no, not at all. Like no. if that kind of shit starts happening, that's like descent into crazy violence all over the place. We do yeah. not uh, want that. We don't, we don't want that. So I ask you a question. Yeah. Is Santos going to get the, uh, that was next on the list. Yeah, you're you're looking at the same list I am. You're going down. Is Santos going to get 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 tossed? It's gonna now it's gonna le- be close, but I think he's gonna survive. I mean, I'm like, damn. After the ethics report, shit. We, we you we, need something like sixty Republicans to go along with getting rid of him. I think there's something like twenty who've said openly so far. And those numbers are off the top of my head. They're probably slightly. Of course, I, I know that the problem they've got that I, 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 you know, because they need a two-thirds majority in the House to expel a member. Right, right. But but the problem is that that they've got is, of course, that. I mean, they lose this guy. I mean, shit. I mean, Their he's going to be replaced by a Democrat. Yeah. I mean, it's not one hundred percent guaranteed that he was replaced by a Democrat, but probably. But probably. But probably. And, and so you go from having a four seat margin to having a three seat margin. Yeah. Th- they're already having so much difficulty. They, and that's why I think he's going to survive. I mean, you're going to get a bunch of Republicans who vote against him, but you're going to have a bunch who are like, we need the majority. You know, one thing is that I'm looking at the, the news a couple of days before the actual report was they're not going to push to, to throw him out, but it was a fucking Republican. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing like the, the ethics report before I'd heard a lot of people and I'd repeated this say like, look, the ethics investigation is just a way for the Republicans to bury this and to like kick it down the road and not have to deal with it. But I will give them credit. The ethics committee run by Republicans came back with an absolutely damning report 
that they did not come back with an actual recommendation to expel. They figured they that would cause additional problems, but they laid out the case. And then the chairman introduced the resolution to expel him. And, way, and, they, gonna... and they referred more things to the DOJ. The, Santos yeah. is already indicted for a bunch of stuff. They referred even more to DOJ. I have to admit, I had not read this article. I was looking more at the 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 one about the Republican that that did sub- put put forth the resolution to to put this to a vote to yep. expel him. Okay, but I had not read deeper in here. This article of the New York Times that outlined how San- I read the headline, but yeah, not yeah. some of the details. Okay, give, the article give the, is give the reference how how Santos spent donors' money. Yeah, Bergamo, <laughs> OnlyFans, and Bo- Botox. Yeah, how that House ethics investigators found that Representative George Santos used campaign money on personal spending splurges, splurges in the Hamptons and Atlantic City. Okay, so so the the. The description's insane. It says, George Santos was utterly triumphant. He had just flipped the Long Island congressional seat and probably helping deliver Republicans a House majority. It was time for a post-election shopping spree. Over just a few days last November. I mean, it's like, if I use the fucking... Should I use the uh, condo board credit card in order to do my shopping spree? Of course. As well? Of course. Okay. All right. Thank you. Over, over just a few days last November, Mrs. Santos dropped $6,000 at Ferragamo. You know, I don't even know what that is. So say what that is. Okay. All right. Ferragamo is an Italian brand of shoes that if you, if you've seen me wear these shoes, the black shoes that you, if you ever see me wear a suit, where are those? Tip, but normally those, sh- I mean, he bought a lot of stuff because it's expensive, but sh- shoes are 700 bucks around there. Okay. Which to me is insane anyway, but yes. Go they have, they have more expensive stuff. So yeah. So he spent 6,000 at Ferragamo and perhaps on, on some red designer sneakers he later wore, which is just stupid. I remember seeing these to walk the marble halls of Congress. He withdrew $800 in cash at a casino where an aide <laughs> said he liked to play roulette. He paid off his rent and he pulled out another thousand in spending money at an ATM to his apartment in Queens. I mean, let's see. All of which was being illegally funded by Mr. Santos' congressional campaign, which wired him $20,000 just after Thanksgiving without ever telling campaign owners or the Federal Election Commission. These outlays were just a fraction of the tens of thousands of dollars or more that Mr. Santos siphoned from unknowing donors for years, brocking up the kind of glittering consumer dream the 35-year-old son of immigrants never could have afforded himself. So, I mean... Jesus. Let's see. Trips to the casinos. Okay, so let's see. Trip to the casinos in Atlantic City and the Hamptons. Purchases a French fashion house Hermes. Also another quite quite pricey. Regular cosmetic treatments. He likes stuff that I like. I have got ties. But you know, I thought you were Jesus gonna say Christ. the Botox. No, not the Botox. Regular cosmetic treatments labeled Botox and internal campaign records. I mean, he put out a campaign record labeled Botox. The hell? You, you got you got to look good to campaign. Small purchases on small purchase even even small purchases on OnlyFans. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, yeah, I mean, he's just you know, I mean, he was you know. Let's see, there's more here. 
Investigators found more than 40,000 in expenditures from the campaign bank account were now reported to the FEC, appear to have been used for Mr. Santos' personal benefit in violation of campaign law. They include $1,500 in February at a business called Max Pets, smaller charges from JetBlue, Home Depot, Hilton, and Urgent Care Office, and Adventureland Amusement Park on Long Island. Nice. I guess he was going around there in those red shoes. And more than $1,700 at two Atlantic City casinos, Caesars and Harris. A four, you know, let's see. What else? Investigators flagged the July 2022 hotel stay for $3,332.81. It did appear in Mr. Santos' FEC silence. The problem was Mr. Santos' calendar showed he was in the Hamptons at the time, not engaging in any known campaign activity. He charged for campaign for taxi and hotel charges in Las Vegas. At a time that his aide said he was there on his honeymoon. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, basically, look, this guy decided that aside from the $174,000 in salary he was going to get from that, whatever was in the campaign funds was his personal money. Yeah. And, and, and look, some of the people on the ethics committee were quoted saying things like, this is the most blatant violation of any of this shit I've ever seen in my life. And it's not like he kind of tried to like say, well, you know, I was there for a meeting and look, it's on the calendar. No, 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 no. It's like, fuck this shit. I went to the casino to gamble. Because, you know, a lot of these people in Congress are doing those gray area things. Things like you're talking right, about, right? Like right. you, you, you put like a you have a well, ten minute meeting. I scheduled a campaign meeting over there, and we were there in the hotel, and then they paid for my hotel. Okay, uh, you know, but that's you know, no, but this guy, gray areas. Fuck the gray areas. I'm foot. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't care about that. I'll go blatantly out there, and just you know, fuck it. I'm just taking the cash out of the ATM. From the freaking campaign coffers and and gambling with it. Yes. At the casino. <laughs> on video. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, like, I gotta say, like, uh, my, it, my prediction is that he will narrowly survive this just because they need the margin. But honestly, I would not be shocked if they do kick his ass out. You know, because... It's just because it's so egregious. Because it's so egregious. But then, you know, you're going to have a little well, battle. He already that. said he's not running. He said he's not running again. Well, yeah, th- this is this is the ploy. That's the ploy to try to get them not to do this. And, you know, so, you know, part of the deal is, OK, fine. I'm not going to run again. So don't kick me out. <laughs> OK, so what are the rules if he is kicked out for his seat? Is it vacant until next election? Special election appointment? I don't know. What's the New York rule? I, yeah, I don't know the New York rule. Okay, so let's so look, up. look so it up. George said to us, yeah, New York rule. Because this does differ. It's not a uniform process. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm wondering. Yeah, era, era. Let's see. If Mr. Santos were to step down or removed, his seat would be subject to a special election scheduled by Governor Hockule uh, of New York. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah, it's a special election. Okay. And pro- and in not that long, so that there'd be, they'd probably give it a couple months or something like that, right? So so that's the thing that that's where you know, yeah, it could maybe stay Republican, but the reality is it was a seat that he flipped, and right. opinion against the uh, against these guys. I mean, he is probably soured Republican so much that I mean they know that 
they that that's if if that goes to the special election, they're in danger of flipping it back to the Democrats. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah. I, I, I let me let me mention a, a couple Trump related things, but let's let's just bang through them quickly and then end. Yeah. So we we had this whole thing of oh number one Trump thing Trump sucks he still sucks <laughs> fuck him start off with that okay is that okay that, well that, that covers item. it all let's just <laughs> and we we'll wrap up there we go thank you well I got, I summarized it pretty well yes well I mean I just want to bullet point them we had Trump paraphrasing Twitter uh, Twitter Twitter <laughs> well you. Trump paraphrasing. Well, it is kind of the same. Yeah. Right now at this point, yes. Trump paraphrasing Hitler in one of his speeches, you know, and with all kinds of people pointing out sort of the direct, like he said this, Hitler said that. He said this, Hitler said that, you know? And it's like getting more and more blatant as we go on. I mean, we had his, his ex wife. Like in her book or wherever it was, like said he had a copy of Mein Kampf right beside the bed. But come on, yeah, he, so, do you think he ever read it? Oh, of course not. He doesn't read Jack. But that's what I'm saying. He probably maybe he had the cliff. Maybe he had the cliff notes like hidden. No, in he here. probably had or the there, movie like a little version. audio book, the movie version, right? Yeah, the, There's a movie version of Mein Kampf. You, uh, the Germans might have made one. I don't know. Comic book version. <laughs> now that sounds more like him yes the comic book the comic oh, that, that, oh so sweet the comic book version of my cob yeah anyway we had we had that and uh, people getting upset about that and it and and on the legal side there's like a, there's all kinds of back and forth motions trump has lost some trump has won some the 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 gag order is once again not in effect so he's yelling at people but it's as it goes through the appeal process and there's the, the delay, delay, delay tactic continues in DC. He's desperately hoping to get some sort of thing that he can, he can take all the way to SCOTUS that would cause a delay in Florida. One of the interesting things is that the judge so far is sticking to May as the official date. However, they have, scheduled a time in March to reconsider the calendar based on how things are going. And so far she has, this is Canon has dragged her feet on absolutely everything taking, you know, extraordinarily long to respond to everything. And basically when, you know, when, when Trump and folks have asked for delays, she may not give them everything they asked for, but gives them some, time given lots of leniency and so what it's looking like is by the time we get to march it'll be like well yeah there's still a lot of unresolved stuff we're not going to be able to make may let's delay it further but because that may trial is in place the georgia case has to they just asked for august because they can't ask for may or june or july because it's expected that the florida case will be at that time so the sort of sequence of events that looks like it's getting set up is right now the we we get uh, we get the the Florida case is scheduled for May we get the Georgia case settled for August but then we get to March and 
they're like, ah, we can't actually start the Florida case in May. So we're going to have to move it back, but we can't move it back just a little bit because, hey, he's got the Georgia trial starting in August. So we're going to have to flip this into 2024 or 2025, you know? Now it does look like for the moment, the date on the DC trial is holding. And there's also that, like the, the New York criminal one too. The New York one is still going. Everybody sort of forgets about that one. That one's hitting in like January or something, isn't it? Right. But that's also a felony charge, right? (laughs) You know? So there's a lot of stuff going on, but delay, delay, delay is the, is the strategy of the day. The other and last thing I want to mention on Trump stuff is, is there have been a bunch of these challenges to keep him off the ballot due to the 14th Amendment. The the whole, you know, you're not eligible if you were involved in an insurrection. So far, the folks trying to do that have lost every case. Uh, they're all probably going to get appealed but they've all lost for different reasons, which is interesting. Like one of them lost because they're like, you're trying to keep them off the primary ballot, but the primaries are really a mechanism for the parties to choose their candidates. Right. So, they can't do, so right. It, it, ask right. us again for the general election, but for yep. the primary, that's up to the parties, not us. There was another one that was basically like, look, the right place to adjudicate this is actually going to be Congress on the next January 6th event. Like if Congress wants to reject electoral votes because the guy's not eligible, that's up to Congress. It's a political question. Don't go to the courts. The most recent one, and I forget which state is which, sorry. The most recent one was Colorado though, which just happened a few hours ago. They said that, first of all, they said, yes, Donald Trump was involved in an insurrection. It was an insurrection. We... We don't dispute that as a statement of fact that happened. But they said, according to their research, the way the 14th Amendment is written, it actually applies to other federal things. Offices is the word that's used, but that does not apply to the presidency because the amendment as written mentions the Congress, mentions the Electoral College, mentions a few other things, but specifically does not mention the presidency or the vice presidency. And the default in many things like this is if there's an enumerated list and something is left out, you assume it was left out intentionally. Hmm. And so, but that's also probably going to get appealed and blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of that going on. Now, frankly, you know, the, the legal questions, I sort of feel like, if you leave out the president from an amendment like that, that's stupid. Of course it should apply to the presidency. And, you know, the intention of this, you know, going back to the intention of the people who wrote it and blah, blah, blah. The whole idea was to keep the people who rebelled against the country and the Confederacy from taking back over the federal government. Right. That, that was the whole point of it. And I would think that that would include the fucking presidency. I would think so too, but there is the argument against However, and so all of this will go, it'll, it, it'll probably go to SCOTUS unless I would say the, the way it gets to SCOTUS is if at some point the people trying to keep them off the ballot win, if the people trying to keep them off the ballot, keep losing at the lower levels, they may not, they may choose not to take it to SCOTUS. Like Donald Trump would certainly take it to SCOTUS if they knocked him off the ballot. But if if the people trying to keep him off 
have lost at the lower levels, they may not take it to SCOTUS because they just don't want the case that officially says SCOTUS says 14th Amendment does not apply. And because they, because if they're, if they lose at all the lower levels with this Supreme court, do you really think they'll, they'll be the ones to reverse it? No, but also just looking at it from, you know, while I feel like, yes, this amendment certainly should apply here at the same time, I feel like if you solve the Donald Trump problem by just saying, sorry, nobody can vote for him. That's not really going to solve the problem. There are going to be lots of people that would. I get what you're saying, but. You know, this is another place where people were like, okay, you're not going to. Who who's against democracy now? You won't even let us vote for our candidate. And so if you won't, if we can't get what we want by democracy, then you're absolutely right. We have to take it by violence. You know, so, uh, you know, like if we're all supposedly for democracy, then that's got to include the possibility of, yes, if these people want to vote for Donald Trump, they should be able to. And if he wins, he wins. But that's where that's where that issue gets like, like if you've got somebody who fundamentally is anti-democratic, then what is your defense. I saw someone read like so someone write earlier today, like here, this is a fundamental paradox of democracy. It includes within itself, the seeds of its own destruction because people can always vote in dictators who then don't continue the democracy. Yeah. But, 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 but the one thing is the whole, the whole argument is, Hey, we've got this rule that basically bars this guy from even running for it. And so no, no. the question is the amendment says they can't hold office. It says nothing about running. Like, so one hold, a, hold office, one potential well, way of dealing. No, 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 no. I know it's holding office. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I understand holding office, but the one thing is well, like he could win the whole election. He could go up to inauguration day and then right at that moment say, Oh, sorry, you can't actually take office. Your vice president becomes president. That would be interesting. Uh, now, now, Imagine if that actually played out. If I guess Roberts administers the oath, right? And he goes and says, "It say we got the worst scenario. He wins. Whoever the hell he has is his veep, whatever." And Ed Roberts goes, "You're not eligible. You're not eligible. You over there, Vice President. Here you go." That would that that would that that would be that would be one hell of a spectacle. It would be, and then also, <clears throat> or if they tried to deal with it on January sixth when Congress certified the votes, either one of these, like th- this is this does none of that plays out well. No, none of that plays out well, and it makes me like want to move to New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand isn't letting people in easily. You have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops, but How, you know, I, or pay them a lot of money. Tra- they do. They do. I get transferred. Oh, there you go. I think they're one of the countries that like basically sells resident visas if you have enough money to pay them. Let me see. <laughs> I mean, I get work remotely from New Zealand time zone. Uh-huh. I mean, New Zealand residency by investment visa. Here it is. It's not that much. How much? Uh, New Zealand, 100,000. Okay. Wait, what's the exchange rate? Fuck. 
New Zealand dollars. Okay. I don't. U.S. dollars. Uh, it's only it's cheap. Sixty thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could swing that, Yvonne. I know you could swing that. I can swing this. Yes, I I can swing this. It's not a problem. Yeah, sixty grand. Go for. I mean, let's go. I'm New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand is That's very enough. nice from everything I have heard. I know. Doesn't seem like a bad. Doesn't seem like a bad deal. Go over there. Look, if I work remotely. Although New Zealand also their their Liberal Party just lost an election, I think, and they got some more conservative people in. Here's but on the thing. world scale, scale yeah. <laughs> on the world scale of conservatives, these guys are probably like what, like Democrat, like moderate Democrats. Okay, perfect. All right, I'm in. I'm fine. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's the right. Am I way even right there. about that? Am I remembering right? Did they just lose? You got to double check me on this too. I, oh God, New Zealand, New Zealand elections, elections blah, right? Blah blah. Wing, wing. Okay, let's see. All right, and because I don't want to be talking and, complete shit out of my ass. It says here. Let's see. I think you may be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealand elects its most conservative government in decades. The rightward shift came after as voters punished a party once led by Jacinda Ardern for failing to deliver transformational change they had provided. So yeah, it is the most New Zealand. It is the most right wing, you know, government there. But you know, like I said, I don't know what their policies are, but. I'm guessing it's probably less crazy than Donald Trump. I'm sure of it. That that doesn't take much. Uh, Wait, uh, let's see. Uh, The National Party had campaigned on a platform of tax cuts saying it would offer relief to ordinary families. Ordinary families, so not rich. Which rely heavily on foreign ownership of New Zealand property. Looks like that's about... That's about it. Okay. Okay. So, but nobody wants to relitigate abortion or homosexual marriage. Okay. Unlike, you know, so none of that shit. It's just some middle-class tax cuts. Is that, is that what we're talking about? Okay. Right. I'm in for, okay. Before we start like delving into the politics of New Zealand, which we know nothing about. Nothing. Not a, not I, a damn I thing. think we should wrap it up. Okay, we should wrap it up. Again. You know, because at this point, we would be talking, you know, you know, we probably don't have to worry about Donald anyway, because Nikki Haley is going to take off any moment now, and she's going to be the nominee. Well, that would be that would be something. Now, she'd, she'd probably kick Biden's ass. She might. Yeah. But, you know, if she ran as a straight Republican, you know, the way that we used the to know them, maybe. Republican, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe. Yeah. Although you've said before, she would lose the support of the crazy Republicans and therefore lose anyway. But well, let's start. Well, let's start with this. She's a woman and she's not she, she's not white. Yeah. So. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, forget that shit. I mean, she's done. She's done. Next. OK, that, that's a bite. We are wrapping this up. Thank you for joining us for yet another curmudgeons corner. As usual, go to curmudgeons corner.com. And you can find out all the ways to contact us on Mastodon, on Facebook, on email. You can see our archives going back to the beginning of the podcast version of this show. You can see transcripts of the last few months of episodes, all that kind of fun stuff. And then very importantly, you can 
go to our Patreon where you can give us cash money. You can fund Yvonne's relocation to New Zealand. Yes! <laughs> what, what, what will I invest in there, though? What, like, goat herding or something? What, what, what could I do over there? I don't know. Anyway, I got you, you can uh, farm sheep. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure. There you go. Sounds good. And at various levels, we'll send you a postcard. We'll mention you on the show. We'll send you a mug, all that kind of stuff. And very importantly, at $2 a month or more, or if you just ask us, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and a whole bunch of listeners, thousands, thousands of listeners. Millions. Millions. Are are chatting throughout the week, sharing news links, talking about whatever. Yvonne and some others are still doing Wordle every day. All kinds of fun stuff. And we would love to have you. So please ask and join and blah, blah, blah. So Yvonne, do you, do you have one thing to highlight from the Slack that we have not talked about on the show today? Ah, let me see. Hold on. I. Ah, What do we got here? What do we got here? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? You can just say no. <laughs> it was boring this week. There was nothing on the damn slot. There, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to. Well, we've been talking about this. Is not as funny, but this is one that that they were talking. There was a. I shared an article of somebody that visited 120 EV chargers. Ah, okay. In California. And that basically they went and found that 25% of them were broken. Nice. And this is in California. And so now just, it's just imagine the, the equivalent, right? Like, can you imagine like if 25% of the gas pumps gas you went station. to didn't work? We're broken. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just absolutely rid- ridiculous. It, it's the state of charging for, for companies, not Tesla is absurd. And, you know, I, and I've talked about this, how it's just ridiculous. Now there are companies now trying to fix it, but yeah, it's just, and it is better for Tesla. If you, you know, we, you were just like saying all yes. the things that were wrong with Tesla, but they got this right. No, but that, that they have absolutely right. Their chargers are up running and always working and people aren't showing up and you know 25% of them are broken i have no idea why these companies just can't keep a fucking charger working i will state that for my my point of view i think we, we've had this charger now that's been working for 5 months and i think it's been out like one day maybe one time that's it mm-hmm. that, 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 that's it and I, so i it baffles me now i i have had to reprimand people about the charger only one only one person for like hogging the charger now, the main th- the one one person that actually owns a Tesla for whatever I mean for whatever the hell damn reason after they charged they weren't putting the charger back into the slot where it protected it from the ah. weather and elements they would go and like finish and hang it like around like uncovered and did it and I'm like okay you know what I I finally had to get the property manager get it, tell him tell those lazy people to fucking just put the damn thing back in the thing. I mean, it's, they're going to short out the stupid thing, break it. Somebody's going to come in. The, 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 the damn thing's going to be wet. They're going to be plugging it and plug it in and cause a fucking problem. Could they just please put it back. They started putting it back in the thing. Okay. Thankfully. So that's it. 
That's it. But yeah, but I haven't had this problem with like keeping this thing running. I don't understand why 25%. Well, maybe it's exactly what you just said though. Like you're, you're in a gated community. You have limited number of people. Most of these are like in grocery store parking lots and stuff like that. And just maybe random but people a doing lot damage. Of them, the display, but a lot of them, the display is flashing broken. So, so, so they have to know at the place, Hey, you know what? They this charger is broken. They should say, yeah, yes. But may, maybe there is a problem with like people vandalizing them or something, and then they're just slow in response. In most of the cases, there I think that o- over a third of them were connectivity issues. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And and the chargers are supposed to default to when there is a connectivity issue to just basically let you charge for free, and in many cases they're not doing so. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm trying to help them out, give them some excuses. I don't know. But- yeah, they're idiots anyway. All right. Okay, with that, we are done. We are out of here. Have a good week. We we have a Thanksgiving's coming up. Thanksgiving! Yeah. Eat a lot of turkey. L- yeah. Gobble, gobble. Those of you not in the U.S., well, then I don't know what you do Thanksgiving. You probably just work. Well, Canada had their Thanksgiving last month. Well, a lot of countries don't have Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I know that they're going to make me work. Yeah, well, I'm taking off the Friday between Thanksgiving and the weekend. So, Woo! and I'm not working on Thanksgiving either. So anyway, have, have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 eat, eat, eat good food, blah, blah, blah. If you're not in a place that celebrates Thanksgiving, go have a wonderful day, have a wonderful day, have some good food, you know, whatever you enjoy, enjoy. Okay. With that, we're out of here. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, Yvonne. I'm hitting stop. Stop.